As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to another episode of Two Idiot Girls. Nice. Nice. Um, so this week we decided to do a part three of your favorite movie and TV show quotes because so many of you asked us to do it. Yes. Never been, Ish. never done before on this channel. Three parts of three something. Three parts. Yeah, literally. But so many of you enjoyed it. So I thought, why not give the people what they want? I am nothing if not a people pleaser. Yeah. Wait, that's also a quote from Bleeds of Glory, which is another movie we quote a lot. He's like, I'm here to give the people what they want. Is that yeah. from that movie or did I make that up? No, I think you made that up. But Nice. <laughs> that's so embarrassing that that happened here just now. And we're going to switch to the topic. <laughs> no, I think you're thinking of, uh, give. it's when he's talking about skating to my humps. Yeah. And then he's like, it gets the people going. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's... I think that's what you meant. All right. Anyways, um, but we will be doing for next week's episode. We will be doing what something are, new. Yeah. What are weird things you did when you were little? Yeah. All right. So we're gonna die. It's piss. <laughs> that's piss. <laughs> Name this slime without using the word lemon. That's piss. <laughs> Dude. Okay. Everyone submit your favorite TikTok sounds because they make me laugh so much. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're going to dive into some of these quotes. So we posted about this again on the 26th. I want to say we got like 200 new responses, which is so funny. Love. So this first one is from Bert, and it's also something that we quote a lot. And they submit it from Monsters Inc. What quote do you think it is from Monsters Inc.? Put that thing back where it came from. <laughs> Or so help me. Yeah. That we say all the time. Yeah. And then they put in here and Sully with the bass line in the background where he's all bum, bum, bum. <laughs> he's pretending it's a musical. <laughs> Monsters Inc. is so easily, Monsters easily Universe one of the best City? ones. So funny. Yeah. Monsters, Monsters Inc. and Monsters University top tier humor. So funny. Monsters uh, Inc. is one of my comfort movies. Yeah, it's a like, good one for sure. I loved, like, just hearing the music in the beginning of mm -hmm. it, like, makes me feel good. That movie's so funny. I Still agree. to this day, it's so funny. Monsters Inc. is so funny. There's lots of things in there that we say. Yeah. A lot, but I think, I think Monsters University is, even, even that one, I thought that movie came out so long, or so much more recent than it actually did. It came out in, like, 2013. No. Yeah, I swear to God. I looked it up the other day. Really? Mm -hmm. I thought 16. No, it was like 2013, 2014, something like that. It was like right after I graduated high school. Dang. Which really? is crazy because I feel like it's so much more modern, but that's just because. Yeah, 2013. Yeah, that's see, crazy. it just holds up so well. Yeah. That movie. Oh, so funny. Such a good one. Yeah, so funny. I was like, you know what's funny too is I relate to the principal or the dean of the school. Mm hmm. <laughs> Why? Because she's fucking terrifying and so scary. You know, she like comes in all ominously and like stands up there on the fucking ledge oh, and watches yeah. them. And then when she like. I thought you were going to say because everyone says you look like Roz, which doesn't make any sense at all. Oh, no. That's just a fat joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'd argue I look more like Mike Wazowski. Like if you, if you guys were really about it, like you would say that because I got I, big eyes. I think you look like that purple thing that only has legs. <laughs> that's covered in fur. On their team. <laughs> oh my god. That's what you look like. That's squid, dude. Yeah. The one that like rolls like he looks like a shag rug. Yeah. Yeah. He's like supposed to be like high all the yeah, time. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. Um 
The part where she like, okay, so you know how like, oh, no, you look like the pig that they steal. <laughs> Just no, dude, eyes. that's that's fucking squid, dude. <laughs> yeah. the one that they that's so funny. <laughs> Holy shit, that's so funny. Um, no, the part where so you know how like Mike and Sully are like beefing, yeah, at the beginning. and they have all this like tension, right? And uh. No, like as if they're leading up to their finale or finale, their fucking final I where know. they have to do a scare yes. final. And they say, like, if you fail, you get kicked out of the program, mm-hmm. right? The scaring program. So, like, obviously, Sully is a good scare. He's scary, but like he's a slacker. And then yeah. Mike was asked, he's not scary, but he's a hard worker. So, like, <laughs> when they... um they start fighting, like when they're supposed to do their final mm-hmm. and then they knock over that lady's scream. Remember, like... She had like a world record scream in a can oh, and it was on display. Yeah. And cause they start beefing and wrestling with each other, they knock it over and they ruin it. Yeah. And so she's there cause she's watching and she comes down and she reads them the house <laughs> down, dude. Like the way she's, she fucking reads the shit out of them. And she's so calm when she does it. And she goes to Mike, she goes, you're not scary. And then he's all, what? That's literally me. <laughs> You're ugly. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally me. The way that she does it so calmly. And then she's like, literally get your things and get the hell out of here. Uncle Buck. That's a great one. Yeah. I was thinking of getting your mouse and get out of here. <laughs> did we not quote Uncle Buck? No. Oh, I don't think we talked about Uncle interesting. Buck. Interesting. I don't know. Let me know if we did. I'm pretty someone sure literally, did. someone literally commented on the last one. They said, I like how in every episode there's a moment where Drew's not listening. And then she goes, that's not what you said. And then she goes, run it back with all the confidence in the world. And I'm wrong. That's where you've done it in two episodes in a row. No, someone said every episode I do that. <laughs> no, I know. And I edit them. That's when you're telling me you didn't say that. I go, yes, I did. Or you go, what did you say? I'm all, I asked you, what were you yeah, saying? And then I know, I know. And then I go, everyone always thinks you're high too. And I go, no, we're just both like, I don't know if it's ADHD or if it's just <laughs> we're both stressed. No, <laughs> like I'm high. Yeah, because I forget things. Well, that and I'm, all, I'm just old. I'm like all, she just has bloodshot eyes, guys. She's not that too. But some of the episodes I was high. Well, I won't tell you. I yeah. won't tell you which ones. You figure it out. But like, <laughs> they no, it's it's the conspiracy theory ones. But um. People have asked. They're like, it looks like both of you guys are high. Well, no, we're just tired, you bitch. <laughs> just because I'm an idiot doesn't mean that I, just because I have a bad memory. No, no that's why someone's like, I could I, never be high on camera. I would be sitting back here facing the wall, not wanting to talk to anyone. I've been on high on camera several times. <laughs> it's fine. It's a good time to me. With the conspiracy theory episodes, I just felt like it opened my mind more. Sure. So I was open to more possibilities in that sense. Yeah. But um, but see how she does that? That's a Virgo. Yeah, all the confidence in the world. That's a Virgo right there. I'm a I'm I'm someone who well, me being able to be functional and be high is also I think a big Virgo thing. Sure, maybe. Um, I think I'm funnier. (laughs) When you're in the opinion. Nah, yeah, when you're I'm sober, when you're sober, I don't think you're funny at yeah. all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're so not fucking funny. <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad you, brought, you said I'm glad it. You brought it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been meaning to talk to you about. This. Did we talk about Uncle Buck? I'm almost positive we did. Oh, I'm not even gonna say it anymore. I'm not even gonna listen. You crushed my spirit. I'm not gonna trust my gut instincts anymore. <laughs> Clearly, I'm they're sure wrong. We did. Well, I believe you. If you say it's true, then that's probably the case. <laughs> I don't remember either, though. I don't either, but that just reminded me of Uncle Buck. Yeah. Get in your mouse and get the hell out of here. Yeah. Another great movie. If you haven't seen it, Uncle it's Buck's a, a great one. Yeah. All right. Let's listen to these movie quotes. <laughs> Hit me. If you will. Okay. This one's from Victoria. And these are all quotes from Mrs. Doubtfire, which is another movie. Hello. Yeah. That's a great one. <laughs> but she put, help is on the way, dear. You know, <laughs> and then um, when Sally uh, Field is like, the whole time, you know? Yeah. When she reveals herself. And then at the end, she put, he is such a stud muffin. But I don't remember what part that is um, in Mrs. Doubtfire. I think it's I think it's when Mrs. Doubtfire is talking about the guy that she's seeing. Oh, okay. I yeah. think. It was a drive-by fruiting. That part, dude. When he throws the lemon <laughs> hard as shit at the back of his head. When he beans the back of his head. <laughs> it's like, oh, dear. It was a drive-by 
<laughs> Dude, she's so funny. I love that movie. Yeah, that movie is so is great. Is it kind of problematic? I don't know. A little bit. Could you equate that, though, to drag? Not that. It's not him oh. dressing like a woman that I think is problematic. Oh, it's, it's like why he's doing it. and Because he was a bad dad? Because he was a shitty dad and he wanted to be able to spend time with his kids. Like, it, it's kind of invasive if you think about him. No, it is. That. It is. Yeah. It's definitely crossing boundaries. It's definitely bad. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I feel like. Yeah, I don't know. And like in the end, he still gets to see them, which like is good. Yeah. But it's- I forget why, though. Why was he not being a good dad? Is because he was trying to make it as an actor? He just wanted to always have fun. He didn't want to discipline them. Oh, okay. Well, then I don't think you're a bad dad necessarily. Well, and then he didn't have like a steady income. That's yeah. And he was super like unreliable. So that's why they're like, we have to give the mom full custody. Yeah. And so instead of just focusing on what he should have been doing, pretending to be this woman forced him to have to like get learn and also like learn more about them. Yeah. Like remember she comes over. She's like, oh my god, I didn't know you had this whole apartment. It was clean. Yeah. Kind of like um, kind of like seventeen again. Kind of, yeah. That I really understood, like why she was divorcing him, especially yeah. rewatching it. I'm like, what a fucking piece of shit, yeah. dude. You know what I mean? Like, and she was like, he like blamed her for all his failures, yeah, because he was because he was a fucking has been. Yeah, no, he didn't even drop out. He graduated from high school. I mean, he didn't go to college or on a scholarship like yeah. or anything. He's Scott like, shit. he's like the kind of <laughs> life I could have had without you or the kids. And she's like. Okay. When one of them's almost 18. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah. I can't even imagine how long he was. Yeah. When I rewatched that movie, I was like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Fuck this guy, bro. So, and he was like, you can't take them away from me. And then she's like, I didn't think you cared. Yeah. T. Okay, this next one's from Mariah and it's from Twilight. Love. And it's how you. That I know we have talked about. Yeah. That run that back. Try and try me then. And it's how you like in the rain, girl. <laughs> the way that they just wrote in the most cringe Random lines. Things. Like they just like who was it? What was going on in that writer's room? I don't know. Because a lot of those were ad lib. They were not in the book. I agree. So like what was going on there? They're like, let's have fun. Yeah, that's when you have that's what happens when you have old people writing dialogue yeah. for fucking teenagers, <laughs> like alleged teenagers, because they were all for sure in their twenties. Yeah. Um, except I think Taylor Lautner. I think he was probably the only teen. Probably. But like Emmett was for sure 32. So like. Uh, I, no, 1,000. He's like the same age as the parents. Yeah. <laughs> as I say, I thought of this line from Cat in the Hat that we used to say mm. from the movie where he's like, let's take a look under the hood. <laughs> That's a great one. Dude. Under so- the hood. <laughs> Dude. Oh, so funny. So funny. Oh, wait. And then we always quote Camp Rock. She's really good. She's really good. <laughs> yeah, Camp Rock. She's like, oh, dude. In Camp Rock, when she's getting read down by that fucking mean girl. Tess. Yeah. And she was like, <laughs> she says, like, Mitchie has dishes to do. <laughs> Scalped. Scalped, bitch. You're telling me you wouldn't drop out of camp immediately if she said that shit to you? Also, go fuck yourself to that fucking elitist Wait, bitch. Your mom's the cook. Yeah, she's like <laughs> in Hot Tunes China. That fucking bitch, <laughs> dude. Dude, we had so many people say that, that your impression of that girl from Starstruck sounds just like the movie. And it's funny because <laughs> when she's giving the speech, yeah, she goes, "She's like, <laughs> friends, you, you did that, friends." Family, privacy. <laughs> like she's just learning words. Like she learned words yesterday. Sun. Plant, crabgrass. Like she's just saying. She just starts listing everything. Sidewalk, she sees. <laughs> camera, reporter, celebrity. I think that's all the words I know. <laughs> she's like, that's you. You did that to him. I would never talk about him like that. (laughs) He's had to sacrifice so much as if like, listen, as someone who's in the industry, I'm not saying that I was like the dude in starstruck. Right. (laughs) But, um, it is like, it is really fucking hard when your privacy is compromised. That is true. 
Um, but to act like you're the most oppressed person in the world is not true. (laughs) That's not true at all. That's not true. It's, it's part of the game. It's unfortunate. Um, and it is, but it is a very niche problem. Like that is something that 0.001% of people experience and can understand. And I feel like when you broadcast it as if you're the most oppressed person in the oh, world, 1000%. then you just come off as like so elitist and, and fucking tone deaf. But that's besides the point. <laughs> Friends, family, <laughs> the way she's like, you did that. That was you. You did that. And you should be ashamed of yourselves. The way she's like kind of on the edge of like losing it a little yeah. bit. Yeah. No. Back to Camp Rock. Mitchie has dishes to do. Dude, wait, red scalped. That's why I said at Hot Tunes China. <laughs> she goes, no, she goes, no, here. And then she's like, what you? So you lied to all of us. There's my bracelet. <laughs> there it is. That's why I said, so you lied. Your mom cooks here and that's how you're able to afford to go here, right? Well, the way test. I'm so good at copying white girls. Enough. What does Allison yes. Stoner say? <laughs> She's all, no, she goes like this. <laughs> Allison Stoner goes like this. She goes, Tess. And then she goes, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, dude. Shut up. The way they let that bitch bully the fuck I out know. them. Nah, at that point, at, this, at that point, if she read me like that, I'd have no choice but to swing. I have no choice. I'm not going down like that. You know what I mean? I'm swinging on her immediately. Wait, copy of the uncle talks. What? Oh, I need a line though. Hold on. Let me think. He's all, I said the end of oh, the yeah. show. And then he says, <laughs> then he says, I know I said a solo, but it's so low. I can't hear it. <laughs> I should just impersonate white people all the time. <laughs> Why was he British? And then his nephews are American. Maybe they're by marriage. Me giving them way too much credit. I know. I don't know. Sometimes I think they're like, this guy's American. And then they try to do an American accent and they go, never mind. You can keep your accent. He's like, okay. I bet you that was Harry Styles. No, his And don't worry, darling. His character is supposed to be British and he's pretending to be American to fit in. But in the movie, he has an accent. But that, when he's talking to her, he's telling her. Oh, when he talks to her, he's he like, does. Alice, you don't understand. He's so being when he, himself. So but, when he, oh. but when he's around the other characters, he he's pretending to be American to fit in. Gee. I can't wait to see that. Yeah. Anyways, Mitchie has dishes to do. Shut up. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) At that point, no choice but to swing. Yeah. You got nothing to lose at that point. (sighs) Okay. This next one. Wait. Okay. So someone commented on the Instagram post and put, you forgot the funniest part of Billy Madison. Is it Billy Madison? He's all so hot. Want to touch the (laughs) hiney. I also thought he's all he called the shit poop. (laughs) (laughs) Or I always say back to school. That's back to school. Yeah. But this one's from Emily. This is a quote from Happy Gilmore. Mm -hmm. And she said, there's two from this from this movie that my Happy Gilmore is a great movie. That my brothers and I always say to each other, the first one is the price is wrong, bitch. I don't remember who says that. Oh, he says it to Bob Barker. Yeah. Yeah. And then he punches him. And then she put, and second one is, you could trouble me for a warm glass of milk. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, I'll trouble you for a warm glass of shut the hell up. You're missing the funniest part of that when he was like, now you will go to sleep or I will put you to sleep. (laughs) Comprende? Yeah. We always say that. Mista, Mista, get me out of here. (laughs) Happy Gilmore is a good one. I agree. That's a great movie. That's so (gasps) sick. His movies, such a good one. his movies are so fucking silly if you really think about it. Yeah. They make no sense. Like, I think that's why they were such a hit. Yeah. He goes, <laughs> only 364 days until the next tryout. <laughs> <laughs> this one's from Kirsten and it's from What Happens in Vegas. Great movie. I rewatched yeah. it. And it is problematic though, Loki. Is it? it? Is. Yeah, a little okay, bit. I haven't watched it in so long. Yeah, just in certain certain parts are a little iffy to me. Um, but overall it's fine. So the first one is smoothies. I don't know what smoothies. That's what she says. (laughs) That's when she's, uh, she's fucking grinding that shit because they have to live together. And it's at like four in the morning Uh, and he wakes up and and he's looking at her and she's going smoothies. (laughs) That's funny. That's fucking funny. And then the next one is why? And you go, you know why? Oh yeah. That's a great one. Our mom loves that one. Our mom loves that one. That movie's so funny though. Like when you, uh, 
rewatch it. And also, is Joy not me? When I read best friend, no, Joy is Cameron Diaz. Oh, okay. The way that she like, (laughs) just like the way that she needs plans for everything like that bitch is a Virgo and then like that's why her uh, Jason Sudeikis is her plays her fiance in the beginning and that's why he breaks up with her because he said it's exhausting being with her because she has so many plans Okay, and he's like you have a plan to make plans and then like she's she goes over the top for everything for him and like he's just a piece of shit that doesn't deserve her oh okay but like she's just like such a Virgo the way she plans <laughs> like how she takes care of herself and her pri- prioritizing work and all of that shit yeah super I feel like she plays that character a lot because it's kind of her character in the holiday as well yeah and also in uh, the other woman yeah yeah she's me for sure in the other woman okay. I'm, I'm fucking her out of all the women. Okay, this next one's from Violet. Mm-hmm. And she said, this is from some random barbecue competition cooking show I watched on in a hotel on vacation. I don't know if it actually exists. Was it Stay Good Chili Bad? No, it, she wrote, <laughs> Big Worm was a rib guy. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the funniest kinds when they're like so, they're so specific. Like nobody would else would ever get it unless they were there with yeah. you when you saw it. Yeah. That's so funny. That's just Stay Good Chili Bad. <laughs> <laughs> this one's from Alejandra and it's from The Office. I actually remember this one. Oh, and he's all, where are the turtles? <laughs> when they where eat- are the turtles? <laughs> he's like, I ate them, okay? I ate them. <laughs> and he was like, what? <laughs> That's after they f- go, they drive their car into a fucking lake because he was listening to the navigation. <laughs> and then he gets so mad, he goes back and gets the gift mask and takes it back. <laughs> <laughs> this one's from Alexa it's from Parks and Recreation which I just finished watching all the way through so funny and it's treat yourself oh yeah which when we worked in an office job we used to say we were Tom and Donna at all times yeah even my college friends who were all like Parks and Rec was mm-hmm. I think finishing at the time when I was in college but they were saying like out of our friend group I was Tom <laughs> yeah yeah and I was like but then I think about that one quote from uh, when they, why did they go to an NFL combine or they go to an NFL game or something? Yeah. It was for like, they were doing like, it was when the NFL was doing like play 60 with the kids. Oh, okay. So, Cause they're all from the yeah. town they live in is in Indiana. So yeah. like, they go to the Indianapolis, whatever. Colts, yeah. And so they, they team up with them with the parks department. And so oh, okay, yeah, that's why they're all there. Um, I saw this quote where this uh player like comes up to Donna and mm-hmm. he's like, Hey, what's up? And she was like, Move it along, number sixty or whatever. Yeah. And then she was like, uh, Donna only play only does skill positions. They were like, Do you know who that was? He's really good. Yeah, yeah. he's like a D lineman or something. He's yeah. like a lineman. And then she's like, Donna only does skill positions. Like <laughs> <laughs> character's so funny. Yeah. You know the corn kids like going viral. I love I love the corn kid. Um, corn? Yeah. It's con. That's that, why I said Trixie was like, I remember when I when I first heard a con. Yeah. <laughs> what so are the cute. best three ways to have con? He's with the glease. The, the butter. Yeah. And when you cook it in the glease. No, it was a Chipotle did a video with him. Oh, sweet. And so it's it's like behind the counter. So she's like, do you want rice? And you can't see him. And he goes, yeah. no. She said, do you want meat? No. And he goes, what kind of beans? No. And they're like, do you want anything else? Corn? And then it cuts to him and he's like, it's corn. <laughs> That's funny. It's so funny. I'm obsessed with him. I saw I saw a tweet that said, no, but I would die for that corn kid. Yeah. And I was like, me. <laughs> Literally me. So fucking cute. I can't stand it. Okay. This one's also from The Office. This is from Jen. Okay. And it's when Pam gets Michael's old chair, I get Pam's old chair. Then yeah. I'll have two chairs. Only, <laughs> only one to go. <laughs> That's Creed. I told you, Creed is Creed has so many funny. <laughs> <laughs> then I only have one to go. <laughs> only one to go. Yeah, the way that see, I, I've told Jason this before, but like some people are like, you know, there are some shows that like can't carry over to modern day. And one yeah. of them is like how I met your mother, um, friends. Right. Um, that kind of like, there are just certain things that they joked about that you like would never joke about now. Yeah. And, uh, in the office, like the office is a, is an example of a show that could carry to today. It just would have to be obviously amended. Cause, um, I remember I read like this whole article on it once, but this guy was talking about how he wrote his dissertation on humor and the evolution of humor and all of that. And basically how humor was almost entirely centered around bigotry for a long fucking time. And only now within the last like 
five or six years has it been starting to like be exercised out of people's humor. Mm -hmm. Um, People who care, right? (laughs) Good people. But he was basically saying The Office is a show that he believes could carry to today only because the stereotypes, the offensive jokes within The Office was not the joke. Like, that's not what made it funny. What made it funny was everyone's complete distaste for why he would say things like that. Like, the the way that he would make jokes and then they would be like, oh. Yeah, that's what made it funny. So he was saying it wasn't making them the punchline. It was making him the punchline for being bigoted and yeah. trying to be funny. So I was like, that's a really cool way of looking at it. Cause I enjoy the office. I think the office is so funny. Yeah. And honestly, the parts that are so fucking weird and random are the funniest parts of that yeah. show. Like, like easily. So, and it was so good all the way till the end. It was so fucking good. I loved that show. So like, that's just like a side note. Cause I know a lot of people sometimes are like, I can't, you know, love things like how I met your mother. If you try to rewatch how I met your mother, it's bad, dude. Like, especially Barney's character and Ted's. Ted. Ted is so manipulative and the but worst the whole show. You're like rooting for him, which is so bizarre. Yeah. But then even Barney, like the way that he jokes about like assaulting women yeah. and stuff, like the way he like tricks them into sleeping with him yeah. by pretending to be other people, which is assault. Like, right so like even what's his best friend's name marshall he's a huge misogynist yeah huge that's why him and lily almost break up because he can't stand that she wants to like pursue her dreams because he wants to pursue his like the whole thing even robin is a huge pick me yeah robin's a huge i feel like lily even lily yeah lily's a pick me too uh, but like i think robin more than anything yeah so like, and that's why they like her because mm-hmm. she's a pick me. Yeah, see what I mean. So like, she likes beer. And yeah, guys. she's one of those. I don't wear any makeup. Yeah, I'm like, I have oh, okay. no girlfriends. Girls are drama. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She goes, girls don't tend to like me. I think because they're dramatic, and I'm not yeah. sure. If any, if any woman in 2022 or beyond tells you that, fucking run. Yeah, don't be friends with that girl. <laughs> like, but um, anyways, I think the office is so funny. It still holds up to this day. It's just so like. It's just so random. Like there's this one episode that's super early on um, where he like thinks he basically lets this girl come in and sell her purses in the conference room because he thinks she's hot, which is he's just being a big creepo Mm -hmm. because she's obviously young. She's like in her 20s and obviously he's not. But um, he like convinces Ryan to come help him clean out his car because he's supposed to take her home. And he has like one of the weird underlying story threads in in the office is that Michael is disgusting. So he like the way he eats and like Mm -hmm. all this stuff is just, it's just random things here and there where he's disgusting. Yeah. So like, he's like cleaning out all this trash and he has all these like blue Gatorade bottles in there. And he's like, how many filet fishes do you eat? (laughs) Cause he has so many in his car Mm -hmm. and he's like, just throw them, just throw them out, just throw them out. And he's like putting these like files like there's um uh someone was like uh hey do you want a bagel like do I guess like this is way later on in the show he's like do you want a bagel he goes no actually I had a fish sandwich for breakfast <laughs> and it's like 9 a.m he goes actually I had two because my girlfriend didn't want hers <laughs> why did they why did they make him like that like that's so funny like there's a scene where he falls asleep and they trick him into believing it's 5 p.m yeah but he fell asleep because he ate a a whole chicken pot pie that's like for uh, a family he yeah. ate the whole thing and fell asleep at his desk <laughs> just the way they make him his eating habits so gross yeah. like the way he eats is just so weird and disgusting but anyways love the office um, we got a few more School of Rock ones. Oh, great. And this one's like, I research groupies on the internet. They're sluts. They <laughs> sleep with the band. <laughs> so, no, they're fans. Yeah. We got Pitch Perfect a couple of times, which I do quote that a little bit. I remember when I first saw Pitch Perfect, I thought it was funny to an extent. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way that you rewatch it now and yeah. you're like, this is not funny. Their portrayal of fat people and um, of lesbians, lesbians. I couldn't believe that's a no, huge no storyline. Ever commented on that, and I never. Understood and it's like it. a huge storyline. Yeah. It's like a huge part well, of their and humor. And for it to be Dean, who I'm pretty sure, please correct me if I'm wrong, is actually a lesbian in real life. Uh huh. To have her portray this like weirdly predatory, like well, and it's like girl. it's literally a stereotype. Like it's like a prejudicial stereotype of lesbians. It's not even real. Yeah, it's not based in reality. It's literally based in your own homophobia yeah so like that's literally 
who that character is contrived of is yeah. like, is like what right wing conservative people believe all gay people well, are like. Anna Kendrick's character in that is such a fucking pick me, pick me, pick me bitch. Like she, she like, is, thinks it's stupid that they like it. And then she wants to be in charge. Well, she thinks it's stupid that you like to sing. If I was Britney Snow, I'd be like, no, get out of here. You know what I think? If I couldn't sing, I'd be a hater too. Yeah. Like I can't sing. So like I would. She's something- like, you guys don't know this underground artist called Salt and Peppa. <laughs> my god the way yeah the way she sings uh no diggity and yeah. they're like she's like ah oh, she's like, not guys, like other girls you know black street she's not like other girls she's so different. she looks the naked and the famous guy she's different that's why i'm like the way she wants to be like taken seriously and be like a dj or something <laughs> i almost made a mean joke <laughs> i almost made a mean joke <laughs> Just get just, real. Just, all right, friends, we're going to take a little moment for an ad break. And this is with our friends at Pretty Litter. So when my cats are healthy, they're definitely happy. And that makes me happy. But since I'm not a mind reader, I don't always know when they're healthy. Helping me know that my cats are healthy is just one reason that I use Pretty Litter. So Pretty Litter has ultra absorbent crystals that trap the odor instantly. If you have a cat, you know how when they use the toilet, it seems to stink up the whole room. But that is not the case with these. There's no more cat bathroom smell. One of the biggest differences that I've noticed with Pretty Litter compared to conventional litter is that the litter itself is super thin and not powdery where it gets everywhere like it's dusty or anything like that. They use a super light crystal base, so it feels like tiny little rocks, but they're not rocks. They're crystals, if that makes sense. Um so what, with that, it helps minimize mess and dust. The crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can. Um, and the coolest thing about Pretty Litter is that it changes colors to help detect early signs of potential illnesses in my cats, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues. To me, that's super important because cats, unlike dogs, where you can kind of sense that something's wrong with them, cats are really good at hiding when they're sick or something doesn't feel good or anything like that. So with Pretty Litter, I'm able to detect and notice when something's wrong with them according to what color the uh, little crystals turn and pretty litter ships free to my door in a small lightweight bag i never run out of it and i don't have a huge container of litter taking up space and stinking up my place so pretty litter helps keep my cat healthy and keeps odors down you and your cat are going to love pretty litter as much as we do so please make sure you go to prettylitter.com slash two idiot girls to save 20 percent on your first order that's prettylitter.com slash two idiot girls to save 20 percent pretty litter.com slash two idiot girls now back to the episode okay so from pitch perfect we do say mm, better not i yeah i forgot that was from there and we'll say hard pass that's also from there i'll say characters that i do like in that that movie the magic guy ben platt yeah ben platt my king my dear evan hansen king that's one wait skylar asked that movie did ben platt yeah oh <laughs> i said the movie ben platt yes yeah dear evan hansen did you did. did you agree with the slander that was being committed? No, I didn't. And you know what? I'm glad we're talking about it. I'm glad we're bringing it up. Here's the thing. Did I think that Ben Platt looked terrifying? Yeah. Could they have maybe picked somebody else? Yeah. But Ben Platt is the original Evan Hansen. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that everyone was like, get this fucking weirdo out of here. As I if he wasn't I, the OG. I didn't understand either. It's not like he's like a bad singer. He's the OG no, but I'm saying like on people, Broadway. People are like, nepotism. Yeah. Yeah. What are you, new to the fucking game? <laughs> it, listen, if but you think that's good, if you think that's nepotism, why don't you go ahead and look up who Lexi is from Euphoria? Look up who her parents are. Lexi. Oh, yeah. Go ahead and look her up. You want to talk nepotism? Go ahead and look her people up. People talk about her a lot. They talk about Maya Hawk, who's in Stranger Things. Oh, okay. Her parents oh, are Ethan Hawk and Uma Thurman. Yeah, and also nepotism. You think nepotism is new to Hollywood? Speaking of nepotism, you know that lesbian uh, New York Times writer Lena Wilson? No, who got her ass ripped? You know because of the stuff she man love. Yeah, yeah. Her dad probably. No, this is fine. Okay, her dad is literally like one of the head editors of New York Times. (laughs) And she literally has a whole video. You haven't seen this because you're not on lesbian TikTok. I beg to differ. You I beg to differ. <laughs> I'm on lesbian TikTok hella. Well, okay. maybe not as much as an actual lesbian, but no, I am there. She is a video that I saw go viral on Twitter right after she deleted her whole account because she couldn't take the hate on, on TikTok. TikTok oh. she, but she had a TikTok that was like three reasons why I became a New York Times writer, right? Okay. So, number one, I'm really good at what I do. 
I'm really good about writing about cultural pieces. I'm really okay. good about what I do. And everyone's like, this is the most tone deaf shit I've ever seen. Why the fuck didn't we cancel did this she, a did, time Wait, ago? so she did that after people were like, your dad is the reason why you got your job? I don't know if she did it after that or if that is like an original video that she did before everyone realized who she was. Oh, yikers. That's even worse. Here's what I will say. And you know who else is digging into her was Dumois. As soon as that bitch gets her hooks Uh-oh. in you, you're done for, brother. I will say this, though. If you got your job because of nepotism, so be it, right? If that's the case, that's the case. In some, in some industries specifically, I will say this at my last job and everybody knows where I worked at last, nothing but nepotism. It's rampant. It's rife all throughout entertainment and sports, entertainment, all of it, all of it. Everyone knows someone who knows someone who knows someone. That's how you fucking get in. If you use that to get in the door, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But let's not sit here and pretend like you fought from the very fucking bottom. When I got my job at the last place that I worked at. I got picked out of a fucking resume pile and that never happens. And you know how I know? Because when I first started working there, everyone asked me what I did before this. And before that, I did something so fucking far left of what I did then that they were like, oh, how did you get this job? And I was like, I applied and I fucking got it. It's just so rare. So if you get your job because you have a connection, that's fine. But don't, I don't think you're the person that should be telling others how to get the job. You know what I mean? Like, just don't lie. You yeah. don't have to lie to kick it. So many people I are nepotism kids that you don't think about. Like, I feel like more. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So if you want to talk nepotism, open up the door for everybody then. But I thought my thoughts about Evan Hansen, dear Evan Hansen, were like, I know a lot of people are saying, why don't you pick the kid who's playing him now? He's on Broadway. The bitch is busy. He's working nine well, to five. His bitch. dad isn't producing the movie. Ben Platt is. So why would he pick someone? <laughs> yeah. Why would he? Well, and even then, like if it's more age accurate, now's when you care. You know how many times they cast 25 year olds as yeah. fucking 16 year olds? Like I just saw that Billie Eilish just got cast on Euphoria. No way. For season three. And she's supposed to play like Nate Jacobs' newest love interest. No fucking yeah. way. I can't wait. Everyone knows. I can't watch Euphoria. But I will watch it. But Dayson watches it and gives me synopses so I can feel like I'm included. But I may have to watch if Miss Billy's in there. Yeah. That's crazy. Back to Dear Evan Hansen. I did think he did look a little scary because they had to digitally. Oh, Amanda was in that movie too. Wasn't yeah. They? yeah. And I loved their song. <laughs> I sang it all the time. Dear Evan Hansen, the movie soundtrack was one in my most played the year it came out. So I think it was last year. Was that last year? Yeah. Yeah. Or 2020. No, 2021. Yeah. Yeah. I was home visiting. Yeah. So I told Dayson this, but like waving through a window, which is the first song. We missed it. But yeah. I know. But that song was my most played song, I think in like 2018, 2019. And that's how you know that I was going through a depression (laughs) because I would scream, cry, and sing that in my car we by myself. We also took our mom to see that movie. I know we've told this story before. Yeah. And she was like, why are they singing? Who is that? Why is he singing? Is this a musical? I was like, I can't. I can't do this with you. <laughs> I literally switched seats with my sister. I was like, I can't. You sit next to her. I can't. I can't. Because I was so mad at her because she made us late and I missed my favorite song, which was Waving Through a Window. <laughs> but I will say, though, isn't... Detective Nick Amaro, doesn't he play the dad in that? Yeah, he does <laughs> from SUVU. <laughs> look up who plays, look up who plays the dad of the kid, the stepdad of the kid who um who commits suicide. <laughs> look up the dad. <laughs> who is it? I don't know. Did you look him up? Is it Danny Pino? Yeah, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Wait, you gotta enhance a pick. I know, bro. hold on. Yeah, <laughs> Detective Nick Amaro from Law and Order SVU. You're so he replaced Detective Elliot Stabler. He replaced him as as Olivia Benson's right hand guy. No one cares, dude. Law and Order SVU. One thing about me, I'm gonna watch that show. <laughs> this one's from I think you pronounce it April. Mm-hmm. It's from Dumb and Dumber. Oh. And she's like, just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this and, and totally <laughs> redeem yourself. Did I just rewatched that movie like not even a week ago? You said it. Oh, it's so funny. Dude. So good, dude. He was like, I brought your briefcase, you goof. <laughs> oh, we got Hot Rod in here a lot, too. 
I don't think I've ever watched the full movie of Hot Rod, but I do remember the part where they're dancing outside the van. Yeah. Yeah. I'm freaking pumped. I've been drinking green tea all goddamn day. (laughs) And then he goes, let's introduce ourselves. I do like Andy Samberg, though. Andy Samberg's funny. My name's Rod and I like to party. Oh, yeah. That was everybody's like bios for a while. My name is so and so. I like to party. Dude. Okay. So I went through a really big phase in hype in college of loving uh, Lonely Island because someone showed me a bunch of their videos. Mm-hmm. So I'll say jizzed in my pants a lot too, but in the sing-songy way that they Is say. that, um, did Lonely Island do Dick in a Box or was that? Yeah. Okay, yeah. They did Dick in a Box. They did that one with Lady Gaga. Yeah, I remember that. Um, but yeah, where he's like, jizzed in my pants. <laughs> or just just three guys and we're having a good time. That's a good yeah. that's one. That one's really funny too. Yeah. Super funny. Something that Billy always quotes, um, that we both actually quote a lot, but he reminded me of it when we started dating, um, is the video. It's, I think it was a vine Mm -hmm. when it blew up, but it's like a football coach and he's, he's recording himself and he's like, he's like recording himself like at the stadium, like the the team's warming up or something. And he's like, what's better than this? Yeah. Just guys being dudes. Yeah. That's it. That's all it cuts off. Okay. So anytime we see dudes doing anything like so, so aggressively heteronormative, mm-hmm. we always go like, what's better than this? <laughs> Just guys being dudes. I thought it was, I didn't realize that was from that one. I thought it was from the, with the two guys in the hot tub. No, that's just like two guys in a hot tub sitting far apart because we're not gay. It's oh, like something like that. Okay. But it's still, it's in the same vein as far that as humor, like yeah. toxic masculinity kind of thing. But Anytime Billy sees anyone doing anything super bro with yeah. each other, he goes, what's better than this? <laughs> Just guys being dudes. This one's from Samantha. It's from Blades of Glory. Mm-hmm. And it's someone he goes, uh, let me show you something. Does that look right to you? And he's holding two hot dogs in one <laughs> fine. I'm laughing because when me and Billy... <laughs> We watched that movie together and that part we literally had to pause it because we were laughing so hard because I forgot about the part. Let me ask you something. Does that look right to you? And it pans down and it's just two wieners and a hot dog bun. That's how, the way that they're that's so homophobic. conservative leaders <laughs> talk on the news now. Like, did, on, you, did you see my on story? Fox News. Lauren Boebert or whatever the fuck her name is. She, you know, they're all bitching about the Biden, like the student loan forgiveness. Yeah. yeah. She's like, yeah, I, my tax dollars are going to someone who got their degree in lesbian dance theory. Did you see it? <laughs> and so someone made a meme. I posted my story. And it's a, cause a lot of lesbians talk about how they loved the beautiful liar video with Shakira. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's them dancing. Yeah. I saw that. I saw that, but I didn't get it. <laughs> That's what she says like. in the video. Lesbian dance theory. <laughs> it's just like, where do you come up with this? You can't, you can't be. Like near retirement age and, and say shit like, like that. Lesbian dancery is me dancing in front of people and I make you a lesbian. That's what I'm convinced. You hypnotize yeah. them. <laughs> yeah, you give them the old woo-woo and yeah. then they, they literally turn they turn Speaking gay. Of lesbians, I just finished a league of their own, the TV show. Oh, cool. That's my new hyperfixation. Love. And I want the pitcher to be my partner. So if anyone knows so. Roberta Kalindros, who's also a Broadway star. Tell them to slide into the DMs. I'm sold. You got my vote, Roberta. (laughs) Me? I was like, Donovan, oh my God, that's literally my type. He goes, you're one weird guy. (laughs) Let me tell you something. Does this look great to you? Me and Billy were laughing so hard I had to pause the movie because we couldn't hear it. It's just so bizarre. That's how they sound in real life. Well, that's what's funny about that whole compilation is that they... um, they're literally leaning into the skid of people being homophobic for yeah. no reason at all. Well, and then so the that's why they time- make it so bizarre. Like it's like almost campy the way that they're acting yeah. about it because it's like a it's a obviously it's like satirical take on how people view two men skating together. But uh, I'm saying, like in like in like contrast with that, they have like a, the Amy Amy um, Poehler and Will Arnett, yeah, and they're siblings, but they're together. So yeah. they're saying like, so they can either be dating or being. Gay. So they're and they're cool with that, yeah, but they're not cool with two exactly. straight men. Have you watched together. the House of Dragon? No, not yet. Me either. Uh, I'm me, gonna watch it tonight. Yeah, we were gonna watch it yesterday, but I told them I was like, no, I need. I might fall asleep. I need to like 
fully immerse myself. I'm convinced though, it's going to turn into a hyperfixation for me Mm -hmm. uh, because I was such a big Game of Thrones fan. Oh my fucking God. I was such a big fan. So I'm like, I'm excited though. Cause I've heard nothing but good things. Mm-hmm. Everybody said it's really good. So I'm excited. You know, what's funny though. I just watched an episode of family guy last night where they do HBO. I really want you to watch it. Cause you've seen all the shows they reference. I haven't seen two of them, but they basically, he's like, Oh, we just got HBO. And then they, they have all the characters act as if they're in these shows. Okay. So like the first one is game of Thrones. Okay. The second one's succession. And then the third oh. one's the third one's big little lies. But you have to watch it because I just know that the jokes would kill so hard with you because I haven't seen Succession or um, Big, Big Little, Little Lies. Lies. No, don't watch Big Little Lies. That's too heavy for you. No, I, I'm never going to watch that show. I just want you and to watch I The think Family you'll Guy. I think Succession's boring. I know. I just saw a clip of Succession. I'm, I've been like thinking of rewatching it because um, the dad is so mean. I know. In the thing, he's like, <laughs> he goes, I'm going to be around for a long time, but I need to pick someone to take over the company immediately. He goes, and don't forget, I will not die anytime soon, but I definitely need you guys to kill each other over who's going to take over this company. And then I'll never pick any of you. Yeah. And he's like, but I will not pick any of you. That's literally the whole show. Yeah. That's yeah. But, uh, the big little lies one is funny too. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) it's like, but in, uh, the game of Thrones one, he's like, um, Game of Thrones, a show that was beloved by the world uh, that went on for 10 seasons and was loved by the world for six and a half of those seasons. Because like the last, <laughs> like, I don't know if it was 10 seasons or it was eight. I forget. I forget how yeah, many seasons It might have been were. eight. I think it was eight. Yeah. They, but, they used to do 10 episodes, but then. Okay. Yeah. So I think it was eight because I remember, because he was saying like the last one and a half seasons yeah. this is where it went downhill which is fucking true yeah so he's like what was loved by the world for six and a half seasons because <laughs> everyone started checking out they were like bro fuck this show mm-hmm. but they still we still watched it because obviously but you gotta finish it yeah but and I the, have to see this through. you know like the part where they're fighting the the night king's army yeah he's like uh he's like i okay guys let's get ready for the battle that that was so expensive to film and so like tiresome to put together but it will be so dark that you can't see anything <laughs> and then they're fighting in the dark you just hear anything you don't see anything and then she's running around on her dragon and she's burning things he goes that's us that's us hey stop that's us that's literally us and then he's like jeez when she like, flies off stupid dude please watch it like okay. promise me you're gonna watch it will you send it to me we a lot of people were asking for the episode and season of slinky and the stinky <laughs> i was like dude oh I don't my god she can remember i'll literally wait Wait, hold on. If I think about what happens in the show, I'll remember. Let me. Well, can't you just type in Slinky and the Stinky? Yeah, guys? I always do that. Yeah. Sometimes I'll think of one singular joke and then I look it up and then I remember which episode and I go and watch it. This is what it is. It's season 17, episode 14. Okay. Well, and on this one, this is all quotes from the movie Land of the Lost, which uh, we haven't, I haven't watched a movie in so long, but it's me too. So really Let me know if it's problematic, but I feel like maybe it's not. This is, these are all quotes from Cassidy. So the first one is it's a walnut, which I think I don't remember what part is. I think when they see the, um, the T-Rex and then they see like a nut or something and they're like, it's a walnut, like, cause that's the size of his brain. I don't know. I don't know. The next one is close your mouth when you're breathing. Like we talked about. <laughs> <laughs> and the next one is there's a gold one. Let's stomp its head in. We always did. Uh, I can't believe you're a little asshole. Chaka yeah, isn't in there. in there. A lot. And then um, uh, it's not your vault or what is it? Remember? Oh, oh yeah. It's like the inspirational poster thing. Yeah. I forget. It's like, it's your own damn vault. It's your own damn vault. Yeah. yeah we've said that so many times. You know, you're a little asshole. Chaka uh, never trust a man in a tunic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. I'm trying to think. I don't know, but those movies get so weird so fast that sometimes I'm like, ugh. It's too much. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah. Like when the when the little aliens are like doing it, I was like, uh, and I've seen enough. Yeah. And I've seen enough. <laughs> That's enough. But that movie's funny. I'm going to need you to put the ranch away. Yeah, go ahead and put the ranch away for me. Yeah. That's a good one, though. Land yeah. of the Lost. I, I should rewatch that. I'm curious to know. Let, let us know. Is it problematic? Let us know. I always like to know. I like know. that he works at the Bray Tar Pits. I've been there. I've been there once. Oh, let's end with I love you, man. Oh. Okay, so we're gonna end on the we're actually gonna end on this one. This is like one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Along with forgetting Sarah Marshall. But it's I love you, man. 
yeah. an absolute classic. Yeah. And Marissa put in here the quote where he's like, everything you got, everything you got. With the guy when they're in the gym. Oh, yeah. The guy with the high voice. Yeah. Yeah. That guy's so funny. Yeah. He's in uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I really like that actor. He makes me laugh a lot. That movie is so funny because we always say like, see you later, Jobin. Yeah. We say that all the time. City slick. Yeah. He's like, what'd you just call me? Nothing's more embarrassing. Yeah. Nothing's more embarrassing, dude. Well, you give me a nickname. Yeah, so. he's like, ah, I just. He's like, yeah, maybe not that one. He's like, yeah. <laughs> Paul Rudd is so good at. I love Paul Rudd. Yeah. I I fucking love Paul Rudd. The way that he is so effortlessly funny is just crazy. I agree. Um, even um, um, uh, Jason Segel. Yeah, makes me laugh a lot. Yeah, he's like, he's, tacos are the tits. We use yeah. that one a lot too. <laughs> Rush is the greatest band of all time. More like the greatest band of all time. No, yeah, more like the greatest man of all time. And then he always goes, remember when he gets mad because he steps in his dog's shit and he starts screaming at him yeah. to get him to leave him alone? That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great movie, though. I wonder, is that one problematic either, too? I don't know. Um, Maybe some undertones of homophobia, I would assume. Anytime there's men involved, there's going to be a little bit of homophobia. Yeah. In there. yeah. It's just inevitable, to be honest. The way that they just find it so funny. Yeah. To be like homophobic or be or exhibit very homoerotic behavior. It's bizarre. All right, friends, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening all the way to the very end. Um, we will be doing um, our next episode on weird or like Weirder, funny things you funny, did yeah, when you as were a, a child. Kid. Yeah. Um, so we can laugh about them. I don't have that many. Drew has a lot, though. So <laughs> actually, maybe I do have some that I can't think I'm of. I'm sure you have some. Anyway, so please look out for the Google link. It'll be in our Instagram stories and story highlights per usual. If you want to listen to any other episodes, they're available everywhere. You can listen to podcasts. And the video version is available, as always, on our YouTube channel. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.